You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and good afternoon from Ruston, Louisiana. This is game two of a three-game series. Welcome into another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball, game number 37 on our schedule this year. And the Raiders come into this contest with a record of 20 wins, 16 losses, 10 and 6 in Conference USA. They've won three in a row and seven of their last eight games. And with the win last night in the first game of the series, they've moved into a tie with two other teams for third place in Conference USA, Florida Atlantic and UTSA and Middle Tennessee, all with 10 and six records. Louisiana Tech still second at 11 and five, but just a game ahead of the Raiders and the other two teams, while Southern Miss leads the pack with a record of 14 and two. Louisiana Tech now 27 and 12 overall, 11 and five in Conference USA and 18 and five at home. The Raiders seven to three win yesterday, last night, was the first conference loss for Louisiana Tech on this uh, home field this season. And the Raiders hope to make that number two, of course, today. So it's Middle Tennessee, Louisiana Tech game two of the three game series. Raiders win today, they would win the series. They've won four straight series in Conference USA. We're going to take a break. When I come back, I'll be talking with last night's winning pitcher, Zach Keener. That comes next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, hey, hey! 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Welcome back into our pregame show. Game number two of this three-game series as the Raiders take on Louisiana Tech and Ruston. Uh, last night's winning pitcher, Zach Keenan, visiting with us. And first, congratulations on the win. Always feels good to uh, get a complete game, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I never had one before this year, and now I got two. It's kind of a... Uh kind of electric honestly well there's something to be said for for finishing what you start and i think i think all pitchers kind of hate to come out of a game but uh, sometimes it's necessary but uh, your coaches had uh, had faith in you last night yeah uh my mom always told me you know you got to finish what you start you know she she didn't raise a quitter and uh i guess that pertains to out there on a diamond you know i hate being taken out i'm a competitor you know and it, it just happened to go in my favor last night Coach Tolman said they considered taking you out two or three times last night, but every time they talked about it, you had a good inning, and they said, well, let's let's go one more. Yeah. Uh, after about the sixth inning, they started piecing it together, you know, inning by inning, batter by batter. And, you know, Coach Myers would even come over and talk to me. He's like, you know, how you feel? You feel good? And he's like, all right, well, you know, we're going to, you know, play it by ear, see what happens this inning. And then something would happen, and one little thing would go in our favor, and they're like, all right, you're going back out there. And so I just kept riding with it and worked out. Your team got you two runs before you ever went on the mound. How much does that mean? for a pitcher oh that's huge because that means that the game's in your hands and it's your game to win you know so it's either up to you whether you're going to hold the lead or let them let them come back or you know it's basically up to you on the mound it's your game at that point and then you got another big shot uh after they they closed it to five to three we come back and get two runs uh and, and that had to make you feel good going in the last couple of innings oh yeah that felt great um whenever it seemed like they were getting just a touch momentum we would always do something put another run on the board put more pressure back on them which was able to keep me in the game and it just seems like my team had my back the whole game it seemed to me you were relying more on your off-speed stuff last night uh, this is a good fastball hitting team and you you showed them the fastball earlier but uh, a lot of your outs were on on uh, off speed stuff 
Yeah, uh, around the fifth or sixth inning, when it was third time through the lineup, uh, we started flicking the curveball in there. I hadn't really thrown the curveball much this year, so I was like, hey, Mason, you know, let's let's start doing this, give them a different look. Like, they're a good team. They're going to start sitting on either the fastball or the slider. You know, let's see this and see if it works. And, I mean, it was working for me, so we just kept throwing it. You and uh, Mason seem to work pretty together, to good together as a team. Uh, we are we're a good battery, so to say. I mean, he knows what I like. You know, most days, you know, it's it's the slider or, you know, days I don't have my slider. It's, you know, he knows what's working best for me. So we are always, we're always usually on the same page. I think when the Friday night starter comes out and, and throws well like you did and gets a win, it has to pump up. Uh, the other starting pitchers for the rest of the series. Oh, it's huge because now we still have the rest of our arms. We have still have our whole bullpen. We have the rest of our starters, and we, you know, we got two more games to come in, you know, and, and win a series against the number two team in our conference. That's that's big time right there. Well, congratulations on that uh, big win, second complete game, and you know we'll be looking for some more of them on down the road. I hope to have more of them. All right, that is Zach Keenan, last night's starting and winning pitcher. In the Raiders' 7-3 victory, Keenan, in case you missed it, went the complete nine innings, gave up three runs on six hits. He walked only one batter, struck out three, but he was uh, in control. He threw 114 pitches in that game. The majority of them were four strikes. So congratulations to Zach Keenan. Picked up his fourth win of the season in that uh, Blue Raider victory last night. Today, it's a different day, a different pitcher for the Raiders. Peyton Wigginton will be on the mound. The left-hander comes in with a 5-2 and two record, and he will try to quiet the bats of this uh, hard-hitting Louisiana Tech team, just as Keenan did last night. The two head coaches have met with the umpires at home plate, exchanged their lineups. The teams are lining up for the national anthem. We will take our final pregame break. We'll be back with starting lineups and first pitch right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. 
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Idle strains of our national anthem here at J.C. Love Field at Pat Patterson Park. This is a sparkling new arena for baseball. The previous ballpark, if uh, you did not uh, remember, was destroyed by an April tornado in 2019. The team had to uh, find other places to play. They had to go to other schools to play their home games and the stadium was reconstructed in 2020, the COVID year. In fact, uh, when the season was called off early in 2020, the Raiders were on a bus headed to Jackson, Mississippi, and they were gonna play Louisiana Tech in the first conference series of the season. And they got the, uh, got the information while they were on the road, had to turn the bus around and head home, and everybody, was disappointed. The season was called off. All of the players got uh, the benefit of an extra year of eligibility. Some of them taking advantage of that uh, on this Raider ball club as well as Louisiana Tech and other teams. Let's check the starting lineups presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. For Coach Jim Tillman in his fourth year for Middle Tennessee, Fausto Lopez leads off at shortstop. J.T. Mabry bats second at second base. Jackson Galloway will be in left field hitting third. Briggs Rudder, the designated hitter, will bat fourth. Mason Spears will do the catching and hit fifth. Brett Coker at third base bats sixth. Tatsunari Nagishi will be at first base hitting seventh. Brian Dillingham in center field bats eighth. Eston Snyder getting his second straight start will be in right field batting ninth. Peyton Wigginton will be the pitcher for the Raiders. For Louisiana Tech setting them defensively, they will have McLeod at third, Young at short, Elliott at second, and Matulia at first with Corona behind the plate. Birch in left, McConnell in center, Netterville in right. As Ryan Jennings, starting pitcher, tosses the first pitch right on the Two o'clock uh, time, so we are right on time. First pitch, ball one to Fausto Lopez. Ryan Jennings, two and one, a right-hander with a 5.16 as Lopez fouls off the next delivery. One ball and one strike. Jennings making his 14th appearance, an eighth start. A 5.16 earned run average, 45 and a third innings, 43 hits, 26 earned runs as Lopez fouls the next pitch off and the count goes to one and two. Jennings has allowed six home runs, opponents hitting 244 
against him. He's walked 17, struck out 54. Those are the numbers for the starting pitcher, Ryan Jennings. Pitches outside to Lopez, and the count will go to two balls and two strikes. Jennings out of New Braunfels, Texas. Redshirt junior, six feet, 180. Came here by way of Wharton Junior College. Lopez hits it high in the air and foul back over our heads and out of play. Game time temperature today, 81 degrees. Have a few more clouds than we did yesterday. Uh, so we'll say it's partly cloudy. And the winds out of the south at 18 miles an hour. Pitches low to Lopez, three and two. Fausto drew three walks in the game yesterday. So he uh, did his job as a leadoff man, getting on base. And now the count three and two as Jennings delivers and a ground ball to third. McLeod up with it and across for out number one. There's the first out of the ball game. Lopez grounds out third to first. The batter is J.T. Mabry. This is, uh, again, an all-turf field. No dirt whatsoever. The mound is turf. Home plate area turf, turf around the bases. Turf, turf, turf. And a short uh, a short uh, fence in left and right. Swing and a miss by Mabry, strike one. But the wind blowing in as it was yesterday is holding a lot of balls up. And we did have one home run yesterday. Raiders hit none. There's a swing and a miss. And it's 0-2 on Mabry. Train going by in right field, going the other direction today. And Jennings pitch misses outside for ball one. One ball and two strikes to the Raiders second baseman. Maber yesterday had a hit in five trips. Swings and misses. Striking out, and that is out number two in the inning and the first strikeout for Jennings. And that will bring Jackson Galloway to the plate with an 11-game hitting streak. Galloway had a couple of hits yesterday, drove in a run, and has upped his batting average to 337. And now leads the team and runs batted in with 22. Galloway takes the strike, nothing and one. Five homers, 22 RBIs for the right-hand hitting sophomore. New player to the Raiders this year out of junior college. Lines it to right field. That's going to get down and just foul. Galloway, halfway to first base, has to turn and come back as that one landed just outside the foul line in right field. So the count will be two strikes to Jackson Galloway. Old Dominion did the Raiders a favor with a 14-0 win over Florida Atlantic last night. Here's the 0-2 pitch at its inside for a ball, one and two. That coupled with the Raiders' win over Louisiana Tech pushed uh, Middle Tennessee into a tie with FAU along with UTSA. And there's strike three to Galloway. And the inning is over as Jennings strikes out two in the first inning. 
No runs, no hits, and nobody left. Three up, three down in the Raider first inning. We'll go to the bottom of the first. Middle Tennessee, nothing, and Louisiana Tech coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis and Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis and Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis and Associates online at gcpas.com. on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the first inning. Left-hander Peyton Wigginton taking his warm-up tosses with his catcher Mason Spears. Wigginton comes in at 5-2 and two and making his 14th appearance and eighth start of the season. He does have a couple of uh, complete games. Earned run average of 3.64. In 54 and a third innings, he's allowed 61 hits, 22 earned runs. Has given up seven home runs, only six walks. Has struck out 48, and an opponent's hitting 284 against the left-hander. Out of Franklin, Tennessee, and Page High School, 6'4", 200-pounder. Spears' throw goes down to second, and Taylor Young will... Stroll toward the plate. The Raiders, Coker playing third today, wearing number 24. The Raiders have the blue tops on. Is uh, number 13 not available in blue? Costa Lopez in short. JT Mabry in second. And at first base, Tsunari Nagishi. Jackson Galloway in left. Brian Dillingham in center. Esmond Snyder in right field. Here's Taylor Young, two for four yesterday. Leading hitter for the Bulldogs at 366. Right-handed hitter, not very big. Excellent shortstop. Wigginton's first pitch to him, right in at the knees, strike one. Wigginton will throw high 80s, around, tops off at around 90. Slider, curveball. Swing and a miss, and has been working on a cutter. Count no balls and two strikes to the left-hander, Wigginton, to the right-handed hitting, Taylor Young. Here's the 0-2 pitch, just missed inside, ball one, one and two. 315 feet down the left field line, 325 to right. But it uh, deepens in left field to 370, the power alley. 
It's a pitch to Young, and he fouls it into the screen. The count remains one and two. It's 380 to straightaway center, 350 to the power alley in right center. And the uh, fans, like the real birds out there, hanging on top of the right field fence. They need to move them. They could uh, be uh, checked off for fan interference if uh, a ball out there hit them. We've got a, some fans holding a flag leaning over the right field wall. Not as many as we had out there yesterday. It almost a full crowd. There's a little hill out there that they, that they uh, sit on normally, but these folks are right up on top of the wall. Count holding at one and two to Taylor Young. And Wigginton delivers outside for a ball. Two balls, two strikes. Young, McLeod, and Netterville in the first inning. Rest of the batting order, Corona, McConnell, Birchfield, Matulia, Elliott, and Birch. Two balls, two strikes to Taylor Young. Check swing, it's low. The uh, appeal at first, first base umpire says he did not swing. Count full three and two. John Byrne is the home plate umpire today. Gabriel Colon at first. Jafaro January, who had the plate yesterday, is at third. Swinging a foul. So Young having a good at bat. He's making Wigginton throw some pitches here in the bottom of the first inning. Three balls, two strikes. Dillingham not too deep in center field, standing right at the top edge of the LaTeX logo in straightaway center. 3-2 pitch, comes high for ball four. Young draws a base on ball. And I should say a rare base on balls for Wigginton. That's only his seventh walk allowed all season. So Young is at first base, and he is a threat to steal anytime he gets on base. Has 14 out of 16 in the stolen base department. Here's Logan McLeod, had a one for four day yesterday, extending his hitting streak to eight straight games. Wigginton comes set and instead throws to first, runner back. I thought yesterday when Keenan got in trouble in the third inning. One of the problems was Young being the runner at first base, and he drew a lot of throws from Keenan. And the pitch to the plate is bunted. That is going to go foul. Spears grabs it in foul ground, and the count will be one strike on McLeod. So Louisiana Tech trying to get something going early and get out in front. The Raiders were able to do that yesterday when they scored two in the top of the first inning. Other games yesterday, Charlotte beat UAB 6-3. Marshall over Western Kentucky 2-1. Southern Miss edged Rice 1-0. And UTSA over Florida International 12-4. We'll have UTSA coming in next weekend to Reese Smith Field. Another throw to first and the runner back. Raiders have a midweek game on Tuesday against UT Martin. It'll be a 6 o'clock start. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for UTSA. One strike to count to McLeod. Swing and a foul back. 
No sign of a bunt there. Took a full cut. And the count goes to 0-2. Ryder Enfield pulled one double play yesterday out of a uh, line drive situation. Mabry caught a line drive, doubled the runner off first. That was late in the game. That was a big play. Two strikes the count to McLeod. Wigginton's pitch misses outside, ball one, one and two. Netterville waiting to hit next. We're just underway. Glad you could join us here on the Blue Raider Network. Game two of a three-game series in Ruston, Louisiana. Soft toss to first. Wigginton not even on the rubber when he tossed it over there. McLeod, a right-handed batter. Wigginton has the sign. Comes to the stretch. Long look, and the pitch is swung on and missed. Struck him out swinging. McLeod down on strikes. Four out number one. Wigginton picks up his first strikeout, and the batter is Steele Netterville. Netterville had a 10-game hitting streak snapped last night's game when he went uh, 0 for 3. He's the player who hit that line drive that Mabry snared and turned into a double play. Right-handed batter, 294 on the season and 41 runs batted in. Throw to first, Young back in there. So the Raiders, blue tops, white pants, blue caps, LaTeX in their red jerseys with the white pants. So it's a patriotic day. A lot of red, white, and blue out there. Another throw to first. Center fielder Dillingham backs up a few steps with Netterville standing at the plate. And here's Wigginton's pitch. Misses outside, ball one. Peyton taking a lot of time with Young at first base because he is a base-stealing threat. Has not attempted to go so far. One ball, no strikes. The pitch swinging a foul out of play. One and one. Netterville has hit 10 home runs and leads their club in that department. Wind appears to be blowing straight in. Pitch swing and a miss. Set him out in front. And the count will be one ball and two strikes. Galloway deep in left field. As we mentioned, Dillingham had backed up some in center and Snyder fairly deep in right. Another soft toss to first. The runner back. One ball, two strikes to Netterville. Wigginton comes set and instead throws to first and the runner back. Had over 
2,700 here last night. The crowd today, not that large, but still an excellent turnout for Saturday afternoon. Swing and a miss, and Netterville down on strikes. Four out number two. So after the leadoff walk, a pair of strikeouts. And with two outs, the batter is George Corona. He's the catcher. Corona batted in the number five spot last night. He's up, moved up to cleanup against the left-handed pitcher. And O'Connell, who is a left-handed hitter, drops down one spot to fifth. Corona had a double and a run batted in last night. Pitch to him is high for ball one. 278 on the season for this right-handed hitter. Eight home runs, 30 driven in. Wigginton comes set with the runner at first and two outs and a swing and a miss, and the count goes to one and one. Eighty-one degrees at game time. Scattered, fluffy, white clouds uh, upstairs. And the one-one pitch is a ball outside. Two and one. Wigginton looks in for the sign, comes set. And the pitch to Corona is hit in the air to center field. Dillingham moving back, back a little bit. He has room, makes the catch, and that's out number three. That is all in the first inning, a leadoff walk, but no damage. No runs, no hits, one left. We've completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee and Louisiana Tech, nothing, nothing. The Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Go to the second inning. We've got good news from the Conference USA Tennis Championships in Norfolk. Raiders over UTSA 4-3. And they will go to the championship against uh, whom we don't know right now, but they'll be going for their fourth straight championship. So good luck 
to the guys up in Norfolk. For the Raiders, Briggs Rudder will lead off the second inning. It'll be Rudder, Spears, and Brett Coker against the right-hander Ryan Jennings. Set the Raiders down in order in the first inning with two strikeouts. Rudder had three hits in last night's game. Check swing on the first pitch, and he went strike one. Had a double, pair of singles, drove in two runs. He is the DH again today. The pitch goes outside, one and one to Rudder. A sophomore played at Zion Christian over in the Columbia area. The pitch is outside, ball two, two and one. Actually born in Pennsylvania. Strike at the knees, two balls and two strikes. Jennings, uh, just the opposite of Wigginton. He's a fast worker. And is set for the 2-2 pitch, and it is just low for ball three. So a full count to Rudder, three and two. Right-hander full windup and a foul down the third base side. One of the... Law Tech players out of the dugout will pick it up before our third base coach, Jordan Getzelman, could get there. Forrest Arnold coaching down at first. Three and two to Rudder. Here's the pitch. Swung on, a little tap. That is going to be a foul ball. Rudder hesitated momentarily, and when it appeared to be going down the third base line, he took off for first base, but it rolled foul. So the count... Remains three and two. Mason Spears waiting to hit next. No score in case you're just joining us. We're in the top of the second inning from Ruston, Louisiana. Game two of a three-game series. There's ball four. Rudder draws a leadoff walk. Becomes the first Blue Raider base runner. He is at first with nobody out. Mason Spears, Raider senior catcher. Two for five yesterday with two runs batted in and uh, his batting average to 302 on the season. Rudder, not much of a threat to steal. Short lead at first. Jennings with the pitch to the plate. That is a strike call. Got the outside corner, nothing in one to Mason Spears. You can hear the wind occasionally in our crowd, Mike. One strike to count. And the right-hander delivers, fouled out of play. Kisses off the screen, rolls to the first base coach's box, and the count will go to 0-2 on Spears. Rudder short lead at first. And the 0-2 pitch. Swung on, hit in the air, down the left side. A long run for everybody. It's going to be a foul ball, and the left fielder will haul it in. And foul ground just in front of the Louisiana Tech bullpen down the left field line. 
So that is out number one as Spears fouls out to fairly deep left field for out number one. Here's Coker. Brett had one for four in the game last night. Jennings turns and a quick throw to first. Every player in the Raiders starting lineup with exception of Dillingham and Bryson Thomas, who started first, hit safely in the game last night. Pitch the plate, swung on, that's a fair ball. Over the bag at third, rolling down in the left field corner and the left fielder lets it slip by him. They're gonna wave the runner. Here comes Rudder and there will be no play at the plate. Raiders take the lead, one to nothing. That is a double for Mason Spears. Hit it right over the bag at third. It rolled into foul ground, kicked out into fair territory, but the left fielder Birch had trouble picking it up. And when our third base coach Jordan Getzelman saw that, he waved Rudder home and he scored without a play. So the Raiders on top, one to nothing. Coker at second base with one out. I don't think they'll charge an error on that. They've not put one up on the board. Here's Nagishi, that's a wild pitch. Back to the backstop and down to third goes Coker. So he is at third base with only one out. And a ball one count to Nagishi. I'm gonna score that a double for Coker and a run batted in. Time called as the catcher. Corona out to have a word with his pitcher. So now the Raiders, if Nagishi can make contact, even a ground ball in the infield would get the run in, even though the first and third basemen are drawn in, middle infielders are playing deep. Swinging a foul out of play. It's one ball, one strike to Nagishi. 237 average coming in for the left-hand hitter. Native of Tokyo. Came out of uh, junior college in California. Chokes that bat about two inches up from the handle. One and one pitch. Hit in the air into left field. Coker tags at third. Catch is made. Here comes Coker. Here comes the throw to the plate and it's gonna be in time. That's a nice throw by the center fielder McConnell, and they get Coker trying to score on the play at the plate. That will go eight to two. Throw came in on one hop, and that will go into the books as a double play for the Raiders in the second inning. One run, one hit, nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the second. Middle Tennessee one. And Louisiana Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom half of inning number two. Raiders have taken a one-to-nothing lead on a leadoff walk to Briggs Rudder and a double down the left field line by Brett Coker. Coker then thrown out trying to score on a fly ball hit by Nagishi. The double play ended the inning. So Wigginton with a one-run lead will face the left-hand hitting McConnell, the center fielder who made the good throw to the plate to nail Coker. First pitch to him is outside ball one. McConnell, a sophomore, hitting 344, has seven homers, leads their team with 51 runs batted in. Pitch comes low and inside. Two balls and no strikes to McConnell. He'll be followed by Birchfield and Matulia. Left-hander Peyton Wigginton, full windup in the pitch, swung on, and a little tap. That's off his foot foul. It rolled out into fair ground. Where Coker picked it up, returned it to Wigginton. Two balls, one strike to McConnell. Raiders leading one to nothing. We're in the second inning. Conditions uh, about the same as yesterday with a stiff wind blowing in and a lot of bright sunshine. Here's the 2-1 pitch and it's hit in the hole. Base hit right field. Nagishi moving to his right, could not cut it off as McConnell has the leadoff single. It's first hit for the Bulldogs. The batter is Walker Birchfield. He is the designated hitter, as he was yesterday. Was 0 for 4 in the game yesterday against Zach Keenan. Now facing the left-hander Wigginton. Runner at first, nobody out. So the first man on in both the first two innings against Wigginton. Checks the runner and delivers. Swung on, hit in the air. Shallow. Third baseman Coker backing up. Shortstop Lopez there. And Coker will take it over in foul ground for out number one. So Birchfield fouls out. And that is out number one in the second inning. So we've got to keep everything anchored down here in the press box as that wind's blowing straight in. 
That's where your uh, cell phone comes in handy. It's a good anchor. Paperweight. Here's Matulia, left-hand hitting first baseman. He had a solo home run off Keenan yesterday. Swings and misses at the first offering from Wigginton. Nothing and one. One for three with a home run. That came in the sixth inning of last night's game. Hit it to dead right field. Wigginton checks the runner at first and delivers. Tried to hit that outside corner just a bit too far outside. One ball, one strike. Shortstop Lopez pulled over more towards second base. A lot of hitting room on the left side of the Raider infield. Mabry, the second baseman, playing fairly deep at second. In fact, he's a couple of steps back on the uh, outfield turf to pitch the plate. Swinging a foul. That's out of play. One ball and two strikes. One on, one out here in the second inning. Wigginton has the sign from Spears. Checks the runner at first and delivers. Just outside, the runner breaks. The ball got away from Spears. Throw to second. Oh, nice save by Lopez. Keep that throw from going into center field. That will be scored a wild pitch, I think. For Wigginton as it was uh, out far outside. So down to second base, McConnell with now a 2-2 count on Matulia. Pitch swung on, fouled at his feet. Count holds at two and two. See where Miguel Cabrera got his 3,000th Major League base hit yesterday. Came up as a teenager with uh, Marlins, I think. Two balls, two strikes, the pitch. Just missed outside. Three and two. Full count to the left-hand hitting Matulia. McConnell, the runner at second. One out here in the second inning. Wigginton comes set. And the pitch. Swung on, hit deep to right. That needs to go foul. Long run for Snyder. It does go foul. It's out of the ballpark. Kind of hold your breath on those. As Matulia had a good stroke to right field. Ball sale foul about where it left the park, maybe eight feet from the foul pole. It's 325 down the line here to right field. So we'll do it all over again with a 3-2 pitch. Wigginton ready to work. Looks back at second base 
and delivers inside ball four. That's a good eye walk from Rustin Eye Envision. Two walks in two innings, very unusual for Wigginton, but he's pitching carefully to this hard-hitting Louisiana Tech team. First and second one out for Wade Elliott, second baseman. That's from the right side. He was 0 for 3 in the game yesterday. Now the umpire has finally seen the people hanging over the right field wall and motion for them to get back. <laughs> Some of them are still hanging over the wall, though. Elliott the batter. Pitch, swung on, hit to short. Could be two. Out at second. Throw to first. Out at first. That's a 6-4-3 double play. And the pitcher's best friend comes to aid Peyton Wigginton here in the second inning. For the Bulldogs, no runs a hit. And with a double play, a man left. We've completed two full innings. Middle Tennessee one, Louisiana Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. You put away some drinks. Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You are listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the third inning. Brian Dillingham leads it off for the Raiders. In the series played in Murfreesboro last year, Wigginton started in the second game of a doubleheader against Cade Gibson, who was last night's starting pitcher for La Tech. Wigginton went six innings, allowed four runs, but only one of those was earned, five hits, and turned out to be the losing pitcher in a five to four loss. Swinging a foul by Dillingham. Strike one. Now we did see Jennings last year. There's the ball outside. One ball, one strike to Dillingham. Jennings was matched up against Aaron Brown and in game one of that doubleheader, there's a ball popped into shallow left. Shortstop Young is back calling for it and he's got it. That ball was so high, hit so high, Dillingham was almost at second base when Young caught it for out number one. But uh, the first game of that uh, doubleheader, a seven inning affair, Jennings through a five-hit shutout against the Raiders, struck out six, walked one, and beat Aaron Brown one to nothing. Here's the pitch and a check swing and a foul back by Eston Snyder. Snyder had two hits, including a double in last night's game, and gets another start today. 
Right-handed batter. Out of Franklin, Tennessee, Page High School. Same uh, hometown, same school as Peyton Wigginton. There's a strike called, and the count goes to 0-2 on Snyder. A double was his first extra base hit as a Blue Raider. Pitch is high and outside. One ball, two strikes. Lopez on deck to hit next. Raiders leading one to nothing, top of the third. Outside and into the turf. Two balls, two strikes to Snyder. They give him the left field line, playing him to hit the other way. Swing and a miss. Chased a good fastball from Jennings, who picks up his third strikeout. Two up, two down in the third. The batter is Fausto Lopez. Worked the count to three and two before grounding out in the first inning as the game's leadoff batter. Senior shortstop Lopez, six home runs, tied with Spears for the team lead. Swing and a miss. He was going for number seven on that one. No, no balls, one strike to Lopez. Came into the game hitting 302. Jennings fires ground ball to short. Young, couple of hops, quick throw to first, and the inning is over. Three up, three down in the third. Nothing across. That is 10 consecutive scoreless innings Jennings has thrown against the Raiders going back to last year. So we will go to the bottom of the third inning. It is still Middle Tennessee 1 and Louisiana Tech. Nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Up to the bottom of the third inning, my broadcast partner, John Callow, would uh, not let me misspeak like I did toward the end of the inning. I said Jennings had 10 consecutive scoreless innings. Actually, the Raiders did score on him in the second inning of this game and lead it one to nothing. So I should have said the Raiders broke a streak of eight consecutive scoreless innings with that run in the second. Here is Thaxton Birch to lead it off. He's the number nine hitter in the order. Freshman takes the pitch high inside for ball one. Did not play 
in the game yesterday. 5'10", 170, a freshman from Jackson, Mississippi. Wigginson's pitch misses outside, ball two, two and oh. Peyton has walked a batter in each of the first two innings, which is unlike him. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Swung on, grounded to throw. Nice stop by Coker. And to his feet, squares himself up and completes the play by throwing him out at first. Coker had to dive for that ball. Gloved it. Picked himself up and made a nice throw to first to retire Birch. Four out number one in the third inning. Here's Taylor Young. Walked in the first on a 3-2 pick. He had a long and bad against Wigginton and either a even a longer stay at first base in that inning. But he was uh, never able to get past first. Wigginton threw over there numerous times to keep him close. First pitch to him outside, ball one. Young had two hits in the game last night. He's their leading hitter on the season, average-wise, at 366. And the pitch to the plate misses inside, ball two. Two and oh. Sun momentarily behind the cloud here. Two balls, no strikes to Young, and the pitch misses outside, ball three. Wigginton behind in the count, 3-0. and Left-hander winds and fires, too high, ball four. That's a a four-pitch walk. Second walk given to Young. Third walk allowed by Wigginton, who in 54 innings, had only six walks coming into this game. He's got half that inning here in this game. The batter will be McLeod. He was a strikeout victim in the first inning. So Young, the runner at first. And once again, Ian Wigginton having a little duel there. Pitch the plate right in there for a strike. Nothing in one to McLeod. Now the sun has popped back out. The runner leads at first. Wigginton comes set. And the pitch to the plate, swinging a foul straight back, and he's ahead in the count, 0-2. Cloud struck out in the first inning. Crowd still coming in here. It's a nice day for baseball. 81 degrees at game time, plenty of sunshine. No balls, two strikes. Wigginton with the pitch, swinging a foul off to the right, out of play. So where else would you like to go on a day like this? 
You've got uh, a couple of good teams playing. Nice ballpark, lots of sunshine. This is the place to be. Two strikes the count to McLeod. And the pitch just high, ball one. Raider Enfield pulled a double play in the last inning. Here's the one-two pitch. Instead of throw to first, the runner back. Wigginton comes set. Young faked going, and the pitch fouled back into the screen. Count holes of the ball and two strikes. Got uh, dorms here on campus behind the left field wall. I was reminded that uh, in the in the old ballpark they had a big screen up to keep the ball from uh, going over hitting the dormitories, but no such uh, screen now. Now runner goes, and the throw to second is not in time. The pitch was close, close enough to be called a strike. But called ball two, so it's two and two on McLeod and a stolen base for Young, his 15th of the season. He's been caught only twice. Two balls and two strikes, and apparently Young got something in his eye when he was sliding out there, and he goes over to Mabry and asks Mabry <laughs> if he can see anything. Mabry looks and says, I'm not uh, an eye doctor. Two balls, two strikes to McLeod. Taylor Young, the runner at second with one out. Here's the pitch. Foul to the screen again. Count remains two and two on McLeod. Young and Mabry chatting a little bit back and forth. JT is pulled over closer to the bag at second with a right-handed hitter up. And Lopez playing his normal shortstop position in the hole. Look back at second by Wigginton. Ball three is outside, three and two. Rather unlike Peyton to have this many full counts. He's already walked three batters. Three and two, he'll have to come in to McLeod and does ground ball to short. Two hops, Lopez looks the runner back. Oh, it's a bad throw, but Nagishi comes up with it and makes a nice play at first base to save Lopez an error. And that is out number two. That one won't show up in the box score, but Gishi had to come off the base, short hop the throw, and then step back on the base to record the out. Two outs now with a runner in second. The batter is Steele Netterville. 
Ederbeel struck out in the first inning. Young leads at second. Pitch to the right-handed hitter is in for a strike. Nothing and one. Wigginton comes set. And the one-strike pitch is right in there. Call strike. Nothing and two. Netterville at 294 coming into the game with 10 homers. 41 runs driven in. Two strikes the count. Wigginton steps off the mound. Looks back at second. Netterville steps out of the box. Well, everybody is where they are supposed to be. Wigginton comes set. Checks the runner at second. The pitch, a swing and a miss, and struck him out for the second straight time. Netterville down on strikes. That is out number three in the third. No runs. No hits. A runner left. We have completed three full innings, and your totals, Middle Tennessee, one run, one hit, no errors. Louisiana Tech, no runs, one hit, no errors. One to nothing Raiders as we go to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. JT Mabry leads it off for the Raiders in the fourth inning. A one-to-nothing game. Raiders scored the only run of the game in the second inning on a walk to Briggs Rudder and a double from Brett Coker. Mabry struck out in the first inning against the right-hander Ryan Jennings. First pitch to JT is outside for ball one. Avery hitting 273 on the season. Ball two is outside, 2-0. Two oh. Jennings has walked one and struck out three in his first three innings. He's 2-0 oh to Mabry, and the pitch comes in. Swung on line to right field. That is a base hit. So the Raiders put the leadoff man on in the fourth inning, and the batter will be Jackson Galloway. Galloway. 
Galloway struck out in the first inning. He's working on an 11-game hitting streak. So Mabry, the runner at first with nobody out. Galloway standing in. Jennings out of the stretch. And the pitch is off-speed pitch called a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. Jennings got that right foot on the first base side of the pitching rubber. Right knee slightly bent. Comes to the belt, turns and fires to first. Mabry back in there. One strike to Jackson Galloway. 337 his average. As you might have expected with a hitting streak, he has been uh, inching upward in the batting department. There's a strike called, another off-speed pitch, and it's 0-2. So apparently, the, I think they struck him out at an off-speed pitch in the first inning. They're not going to let him see a fastball very many times this afternoon. Nothing in two. Throw to first, almost a wild throw. First baseman Matuya had to get up in the air to take care of that one. Mabry with a leadoff single, the runner at first. Two strikes to Galloway. And the pitch, high for a ball. Showed him the fastball there, but out of the zone. One ball and two strikes. With the wind blowing in and, and fairly stiff breeze, both center fielders have been playing a little bit uh, shallower than they did yesterday. Pitch comes in low for ball two. Two and two. Left fielder out there, Birch not too deep. Right fielder about straight away. Two balls, two strikes to Galloway. Quick throw to first, Mabry back. Forrest Arnold, the first base coach with his stopwatch. Timing the pitcher, Oop, there comes another train. Behind the right field wall. Pitch the plate, swung on, fouled out of play. Count remains two and two to Galloway, the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to left field. Birch going back. He's got room on the warning track. He'll make the grab for out number one. Galloway got into that one pretty good, but again, I think the win probably helped the pitcher in that case as that is out number one. The batter is Briggs Rudder. Drew a walk to lead off the second inning, scored the only run of the game on a double later in the inning by Coker. 
Rudder swings through a fastball, strike one. One on, one out in the fourth. Maybe a short lead. Here's Jennings pitch, ground ball to third. McLeod will go to second, out there, throw to first, out there. That is a five, four, three, double play. And we'll take care of the Raiders in the fourth. No runs, one hit, and nobody left. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Middle Tennessee one, Louisiana Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Raiders leading one to nothing, as we mentioned earlier. Blue Raider men's tennis won today over UTSA 4-3 in the CUSA Championships in Norfolk. So they'll be going for their third straight championship in the finals tomorrow. Our men's and women's uh, track teams at the Georgia Tech Invitational and getting ready to go up north to the pin relays next week. There's a strike call to George Corona to open the fourth inning. Peyton Wigginton on the mound. No runs, one hit over the first three innings for the senior left-hander. Corona looks at this pitch outside and it's one and one. Corona fly to center field in the first inning. Two seventy-eight hitter, he's a sophomore. Wigginton's pitch swung on and missed. The count goes to one and two. Corona, native of Miami. 6'2", 190. Well built for a catcher. One ball, two strikes. And Wigginton delivers a swing and just got the tip of the bat on it. Popped in and out of Spears mid. Count holes and one and two. Way out in front of that pitch. 
leading off the fourth inning for the Bulldogs. The pitch to him, swung on line, caught by Lopez. That ball headed to left center field, but Lopez able to snare it for out number one. And with one out, the batter is Cole McConnell. Let off the second inning with a base hit to right field. The only hit for the Bulldogs so far in this game. The left-handed batter. Wigginton's pitch, swing and a miss. Threw in something off speed. Count is 0-1. The one-strike pitch is hit to left center, base hit. So this young man is two for two. And the only two hits for the Bulldogs, and both by a left-handed batter against the left-handed pitcher. One out, batter is Birchfield. Fouled out to third baseman Coker back in the second inning. Birchfield, a right-handed hitter. Takes a couple of big warm-up swings before stepping in the box. Runner at first, one out. Raiders leading one to nothing. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. Here's the pitch to Birchfield, and it's low for ball one. That one had the plate, but under the knees. One ball and no strikes. Wigginton comes set, and the pitch misses low again for ball two. Two and oh. deep in left and right for the Raider outfield and about straight away in center for Dillingham. Two balls and no strikes to Birchfield. And instead of throw to first and the runners back. Wigginton's pitch swung on, hit foul down the right side. I guess she started that way, but could see that one was going to be well out of play. Count is two balls, one strike. Birchville out of Clinton, Mississippi. Wigginton comes set. Count two and one, and going to foul to the screen. Two balls, two strikes now to the designated hitter, Walker Birchfield. 218 average coming in, but he's hit six home runs. Runner at first, one out. And the pitch to the plate. Taken high, ball three. 
Wilkinson throwing a lot of pitches. That's another 3-2 count. He's walked three in first three innings, one in each inning. Three-two pitch, swung on and missed. And Birchfield fooled on an off-speed pitch, strikes out for out number two. And for Peyton, that is strikeout number four in the game. Two outs, the batter is Matulia. Left-handed hitter. He drew a walk in the second inning. Lefty against lefty now with two outs and a runner at first. Wiggins pitch high, the runner goes. Throw to second is in time. It was a high throw. Lopez got him sliding in, put the tag on his back, and that is going to be all in the fourth inning. Score it two to six as Spears guns down McConnell trying to steal. So in the inning, no runs, one hit, nobody left. We've completed four full innings. It is Middle Tennessee one, Louisiana Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Go to the fifth inning. I need to squeeze the station break in here. I missed it at the top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you from Ruston, Louisiana. Mason Spears leads off for the Raiders and promptly is hit in the back by the first pitch from Jennings. So the Raiders put the first man on. Spears hit by a pitch. The batter is Coker who hit one over the third base bag with a runner on first in the second inning and Rudder scored. The only run of the game. Coker was later thrown out to plate, trying to score on a fly ball as he had advanced to third. Pitch is high, four ball one to Coker. 
A double was his fourth of the season. He has three home runs. Quick throw to first. Spears back. One ball, no strikes. Jennings comes set. Here's the pitch. Lined foul out of play to the right. One and one to Coker. Nagishi waiting to hit next. The 1-1 pitch. Line and off the second baseman's glove. His only play will be to first. He gets Coker and down to second base, Mason Spears. That was a line drive, a little bit like the line drive that Mabry caught last night and turned into a double play, but that one kicked off the glove. Elliott still had time to retire Coker at first for out number one in the fifth inning. The batter is Nagishi. Hit a fly ball with Coker at third base and one out in the second, and Coker was thrown out trying to score after the catch. Here's the pitch to Nagishi, and he takes it low for ball one. Really been impressed with his play around the bag at first. Started the year as uh, the right fielder. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch to the plate, outside ball two. One to nothing, the Raiders leading. We're in the top of the fifth inning. From J.C. Love Park. Time call, we're gonna have a visit to the mound. The pitching coach, Connor Fouts, wants to talk to his pitcher, Jennings. who hit the first batter in the inning, and then Coker hit a solid line drive that was knocked down by the second baseman, turned into an out, and now he's behind Nagishi 2-0. And they don't have anybody throwing in their bullpen. There are a lot of folks down there. Final game of the series scheduled for 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon means our broadcast time will be 12.45. There goes the third train of the day. Behind the right field wall. Fans out there are very close to the tracks. Behind the... Uh, of course. 2 0 the count to Nagishi. And the pitch is swung on, hit high in the air into shallow right center field. Center fielder coming on. McConnell calls for it and makes the grab. Very shallow center field for out number two. So with two outs and a runner at second, the batter is Dillingham. Brian popped out to the shortstop as the leadoff hitter in the third inning.
Right-hander Ryan Jennings. Comes set, checks Spears at second base. The pitch is outside, ball one to Dillingham. Snyder will be hitting next if Dillingham can get on. Dillingham asked for time, backs out of the box. Here's the pitch to the plate, and a breaking ball hit foul past third. One ball, one strike. Spears, who was hit by a pitch to start the inning, is the runner at second to pitch the play. Dillingham hits a grounder to short one hop. Young up and throwing and in time. That will retire the Raiders. In the fifth inning, no runs, no hits. One left. We will go to the bottom of the fifth, halfway home in this one. Middle Tennessee one, Louisiana Tech nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Raiders leading one to nothing. Another one to nothing game took place 102 years ago on opening day. Walter Johnson, Washington Senators. Pitcher, the big train, recorded his fifth opening day shutout. He beat the A's one to nothing at Griffin Stadium. The only run scored by a pitch runner with one out in the bottom of the 13th inning. Complete game shutout for the big train, Walter Johnson, back in 1919. Here's Matulia to lead it off, and he bunts. Coker charges, picks it up, throws to first, safe. Matulia, left-handed power hitter, lays down a bunt and beats it up to open the fifth inning. That is only the third hit off Wigginton. And with a runner at first, the batter is Elliott. 
He hit into a double play in the second. I wouldn't be surprised to see him bunt. Louisiana Tech trying to get something on the board as the Raiders lead one to nothing here in the fifth. So Matulia edges off the bag at first and he is not bunting. Full swing and a foul off to the right side by Elliott. One strike to count to the Louisiana Tech second baseman, Elliott. Right-handed batter as the lefty Wigginton comes set. And the pitch to the plate, there he bunts. And again, it's Coker charging, throws to first. He got him this time. But the runner goes to second, so that will be a sacrifice bunt. Elliott. Number two. Laid down a good bunt. Coker made a good play on it. So one out, a runner at second. The batter is Faxton Birch. Grounded to third back in the third inning. Making his first start of the season. He's in left field today. Birch, a right-handed batter. Not a very big guy. And a freshman. Pitch swing and a miss. Strike one. This is his 11th appearance. He was one out of eight coming in but had scored four runs, so he must have been used as a pinch runner in several of those games. One strike to count, and the pitch. Ground foul past third and jumped out on that one. Pulled it between the third base coach's box and the bag. Two strikes to count. One out runner at second. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Raiders leading one to nothing. Two strikes on the batter. The pitch. That is just a bit high. Ball one, one and two. Wigginton checks the runner at second. There's a ball hit sharply off Coker's glove in the shallow left field. They're going to hold the runners at first and third as the throw comes in. Now the runner on first, Faxton, goes to second as Galloway, instead of throwing the ball to second base, threw it all the way to the plate. Did not uh, have a play at the plate because the runner was held at third base. So that is going to be not a fielding error, but rather a mental error. So now runners at second and third with one out. Time call, pitching coach Jerry Myers makes a visit to the mound. Ball was hit sharply off Coker's glove, which slowed it. 
considerably going into left field, and that's the reason they didn't try to wave the runner home. But then Galloway's throw either was not cut off properly or was thrown incorrectly to the plate, allowing the batter Birch to go on down to second base. So second and third, one out. And Taylor Young, who's walked twice, will be the batter. And they're not going to pitch to him. And I don't know that I blame him for that. Young gets his third straight walk. This is an intentional walk to load the bases with one out. And now the batter is McLeod, who has struck out and grounded out. Nagishi will play in front of the runner at first. Coker will play level with the base at third. Middle infielders back in double plate. Depth with one out. And the pitch to McLeod. He's going to bunt and pops it up. Foul ground, strike one. A little bit of an unusual move to bunt with the bases loaded, but Louisiana Tech's trying to get a run in any way they can. They walked Young to load the bases, set up a possible double play with one out. And now one strike on the batter, McLeod, as Wigginton comes set. And the pitch is swung on, hit in the center field. Dillingham moving over. That's deep enough to score the runner, I think. The throw will be to third, and he threw it away and over into the dugout. Oh, my goodness. And that runner from third will be allowed to score, and the runner on second will go to third. Oh, my. So give McLeod a sacrifice fly. That scored Petulia. And an error on Dillingham to allow Birch to score. And Young to go to third. Dillingham threw to the proper base, but he just threw it too high and it bounced into the dugout. So now two to one, La Tech leading. This is Netterville, fouls it away, strike one. Wigginton has had his number today, struck him out twice. Two runs have scored here in the fifth as the Bulldogs have taken their first lead of the series. Swinging a foul back and the count is 0-2 to steal Netterville. Young, the runner at third, two outs. Couple of hits in the inning. There's ball one to Netterville.
think one of those runs will be unearned. That depends on what Netterville does here. One ball and two strikes. Wigginton with the pitch. And a ball hit to right field. That is a base hit, and another run is in. Young scores from third. Netterville. Run scoring single to right. That is the third hit in the inning. To go along with an intentional walk and an error. It is now a three to one game. The batter is George Corona. Catcher, clean up hitter. He is fly to center and line to short. 0 for 2. Wigginton comes set and the pitch to the plate. Inside ball one. Three runs in the inning and the Bulldogs out in front three to one. Wigginton's pitch high again, ball two, two and oh. Left-hander comes set, checks the runner at first. Pitch to the plate, hit to third. Coker up, goes to second, and the force is there for the third out. But in the inning, Louisiana Tech comes up with three runs, three hits in the inning. There was an error and one man left. We've completed Five full innings, it's Louisiana Tech three, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. The Raiders have some work to do now as Louisiana Tech's taking a three to one lead. We're going to the top of the sixth inning. Eston Snyder will lead it off. Then we'll go back to the top of the order for Lopez and Mabry. Lightning's Locker Room, powered by Textbook Brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com 
or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider powered by textbook brokers. Here's Eston Snyder struck out in the third, 0 for 1 against the right-hander Ryan Jennings. First pitch outside, ball one to Snyder. Couple of hits last night, including his first Blue Raider extra base hit, a double. Strike call, fastball caught the outside corner, one and one. Right-hander delivers the ground ball to Shore Young, charges near the bag at second, high throw to first, but in time. One out in the sixth as Fausto Lopez will stand in. He's grounded out twice. Grounded to third, grounded to short, 0 for 2. Right-hander Jennings delivers a breaking ball that misses inside, ball one. Haven't seen him throw that pitch today that I recall. One ball, no strikes. Misses outside with the fastball, 2-0. One out here in the top of the sixth. And the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air, foul down the right field line. That will be out of play. Two and one. Senior shortstop, Fausto Lopez. Waiting. And hits this one in the air to left field. Birch going back. Now he's settling under it and takes it for out number two. Two up, two down in the sixth for JT Mabry. He led off the fourth with a single after striking out in the first inning, one for two. Here's Jennings' pitch, and it is over but low. Ball one to Mabry. There's a breaking ball, and that misses high. Two balls, no strikes. Jennings has allowed only two hits in this game and the one run. Mabry hits it high in the air to the right side. It's going to be foul and out of play. Two balls and a strike. Raiders need to get something going. Jennings has a three to one lead now and delivers and again a foul out of play to the right. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs, bases empty in the sixth. Three to one, Louisiana Tech leading. Pitch the plate, swung on, hit in the air to left. Birch moving back. And now gets hundred and makes the catch for out number three. A one-two-three inning for the Bulldog right-hander. Nothing across. 
And we will move to the bottom of the sixth inning. Louisiana Tech three, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Now for a moment, I thought it was in Fenway Park. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Cole McConnell will lead it off. Two for two. Single in the second, single again in the fourth. McConnell, Birchfield, Matulia here in the sixth inning against the left-hander Peyton Wigginton, whose first pitch to McConnell is low for ball one. Three runs in the fifth inning for the Bulldogs. One of those a result of a Blue Raider throwing error. There's a pitch into the turf, and it's ball two, two and oh. Wigginton has allowed only four hits, but he's walked four. And one of those intentional, and that intentional walk came around to score. Ball three is outside, three and oh. Left-hander delivers the 3-0 pitch in at the knees at its a 3-1 count. Missed inside with a fastball and a leadoff walk for McConnell. Five walks today for Wigginton, and coming into the game, he had walked six batters in 54 innings. Five today, and we're just into the sixth inning. Here's Birchfield, who has fouled out and struck out over two. And the Raider infielders, double play depth. Raiders have pulled one twin killing today, their 26th of the season. Wigginton's pitch, ground ball to short. Throw the second out, Mabry's return to first out. That is a 6-4-3 double play. Taylor made ground ball to short. 
So with two outs, the batter is Matulio. He let off that big fifth inning with a bunch single, and that's what got the Bulldogs jump started. Sacrificed him to second. Birch got a base hit off Coker's glove, and they intentionally walked Young to load the bases, sacrifice fly, and then an overthrow on the throw to third, and the result was three runs. First pitch is a ball to Matulia, 1-0. Two outs, and the base is empty here in the sixth. Swinging a ground ball to second, Mabry. Fields over to first and a fairly quick inning despite the leadoff walk. Double play helps out. No runs, no hits, nobody left. And your totals after six for Louisiana Tech. Three runs, five hits, no errors for the Blue Raiders. One run, two hits, one error. Louisiana Tech leads three to one as we go to the seventh inning of the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Raiders will have the three, four, five hitters coming up in the seventh inning against Ryan Jennings. Through six innings, he's allowed one run on only two hits, has walked one, struck out three, and is in control. Raiders scored in the second inning. And there's a ball hit by Galloway coming and dropping in front of the left fielder. It's going to roll past him to the wall, and Galloway into second base with a stand-up double. Galloway on the first pitch, doubles to left. That will keep his hitting streak alive. He's now hit safely in 12 straight. So Galloway at second with nobody out, picking up his fifth double of the season. Hit number three off. Jennings and the batter is Briggs Rudder. He has walked and hit into a double play. Jennings with the pitch, swung on, hit up the middle. That's a base hit. They are gonna wave the runner. Here's McConnell's throw to the plate and it is in time. Galloway called out at the plate. about that one as he tried to slide away from the throw. 
which was a little bit down the third base side. Coach Tobin, not sure about it either. He's out talking to the home plate umpire. That's two runners the Raiders have had thrown out at the plate in this game. Butter single sharply up the middle. And McConnell gunned down Galloway at the plate, four out number one. Runner at first, one out. And the batter is Mason Spears. Jennings comes set. And the pitch to the plate, strike at the knees, nothing in one. So back-to-back -back hits to open the seventh inning, but a runner thrown out at the plate. Still three to one. Here's Jennings with the pitch. High ball one, one and one to Spears. First two batters swinging at the first pitch with solid hits. One and one the count. And the pitch slide foul down the right side, one and two. Jennings comes set, the pitch. Swinging a foul at the plate. Count holes at a ball and two strikes to Spears. Coker waiting to hit next. They've got a right-hander throwing down in the Louisiana Tech bullpen. Actually, they've got a right-hander and a left-hander throwing. Jennings comes set in the pitch. Ground ball to short. Young will go to second. Out there. Throw to first. Out there. That's a 6-4-3 double play. Third double play turned by the Bulldogs. And that's all for the Raiders in the seventh. No runs, two hits, and nobody left. Seventh inning stretch time here in Ruston, Louisiana. With a score, Louisiana Tech 3, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU. The University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics.
This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Bottom of the seventh inning, Wade Elliott leads off for Louisiana Tech and takes the first pitch from Wigginton in for a strike. Nothing and one. Promising start to the seventh inning, but it was a quick seventh inning for the Raiders. A double, single, runner thrown out trying to score, then a ground ball double play. Pitch outside, one and one to Elliott, who has hit him to a double play himself and sacrificed. One ball, one strike. There's a line drive right at Mabry. He will grab it for out number one. And Elliott, <laughs> bat never left his hand. Still had the bat as he started the first base. Mabry caught the line drive for the first out. Here is Thaxton Birch, the left fielder. A base hit back in the fifth inning. Hit it off Coker's glove. And that was as part of that big inning they had. Foul to the screen, one strike. The one out in the seventh. Raiders trailing three to one. Only got six outs left in this game to try and get back into it. Wigginton's pitch high, ball one, one and one to Birch. Left-hander delivers and a swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes. Birch the number nine hitter in the order, making his first start of the season. One and two, the count. And a tap foul. The third base coach will kick it away. Not holding it one and two. Peyton Wigginton, full lined up, and the pitch to the plate. Swing and a foul straight back. Gertz reminds you a little bit of the Raiders freshman, Eston Snyder. Not a big guy, but swings the bat hard. Got a good, got a good swing, and he's uh, fouled off a couple here. One and two the count. Wigginton. Delivers high and outside, ball two. 2-2 two, two to Birch. And Young, who's been on base all three times, waiting next. So we're gonna fly ball to left, Galloway back, 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 near the wall, reaches up and it's off the wall. 
Birch is rounding second on his way to third. They're going to hold him up there. Boy, he's got some speed, and that is going to be a triple. Alloway was up against the wall, leaped high. Couldn't come down with it. And so Birch will be at third with one out. Ball carrying a little bit more to left field than it did yesterday. Here's Young. Walked in the first, walked in the third, intentionally walked in the fifth. Stands in from the right side. Raiders infield is going to play in and now Spears will come out and look to the dugout. Try and position his infield. Now Spears will come all the way to the pitcher's mound. And the infield will gather around him. Raiders do not make a uh, coach's visit to the mound. Runner third with one out. They're discussing how they're gonna play it on the infield. Because Young is very good with the bat. Now, Coach Myers will come out of the dugout and he will make a visit to the mound. And the Raiders will make a pitching change here. So we will have a pitching change. Wigginton through for the day. We'll come out, we'll tell you about the new pitcher when we come back as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The new pitcher for the Blue Raiders is freshman James Sells. Tullahoma High School, native of Winchester. Tennessee Sells will come on for Wigginton, who goes six and a third. He is allowed three runs on now six hits. Leaves a runner at third base with one out. Sells making his 11th appearance, 10th in relief. 
Two and one with a 1.93 earned run average. 23 in the third innings. He's allowed 19 hits, five earned runs. Has walked eight, struck out 23. He's allowed no home runs and opponents hitting 226 against the right-hander James Sells. And now he'll face Taylor Young, which is a pretty tough assignment. Raider infield will play in. Just a step or two back of that green turf, which constitutes the infield here. Sells looking in. One out. Right-hander out of the stretch, delivers a fastball right in there for a call strike, nothing and one. It's the first time the Raiders have had to go to the bullpen in this series, and Wigginton out after six and a third. Here's the one-strike pitch. Missed outside, one and one. Wigginton's pitch count was getting up. It was at 106 when he was lifted. And as we mentioned during the, uh, several times during the game, he walked five batters today and had walked only six coming in. There's the ball line foul down the left field line and it's one and two to Taylor Young. In 54 innings, he had allowed six walks. Today in six and a third innings, he allows five walks and Four strikeouts in the game for Peyton. Pitched well, just a little bit off the plate. One of those walks was intentional. Pitched to Young, swung on, hit in the air into shallow left center. Dillingham over, and he collides with Galloway. I think the ball was caught, but the runner at third has tagged and will score. So Galloway and Dillingham collide. I don't know which one caught the ball, but the runner third tag will score. So give Young a sacrifice fly. That's out number two. Charge the run to Wigginton. It's four to one. The pitch is outside to McLeod. One ball, no strikes. Two outs in the inning, base is empty, but a run in. Sells pitch, high ball, two, two and oh. Would we have had a play at the plate if the ball had been caught cleanly? I think we probably would have. It was not hit that deep. Fouled out of play to the right. Two balls and a strike to McLeod. Four to one, Louisiana Tech leading. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Here's Sells with the pitch. Ground ball to short. Lopez up and the throw to first in time for the out. That'll retire the side. But the Bulldogs come up with a run. One hit, 
and nobody left. We've completed seven full innings. Louisiana Tech four, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the eighth inning, top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Hooker leads it off against the right-hander Jennings. First pitch outside, ball one. Coker has doubled and grounded out. One for two in the game. Raiders have only four hits off this right-hander and two of them came back-to-back in the last inning. But a double play ended the inning. The pitch. Swung on line into right field, a base hit. Coker has his second hit of the game. And again, the Raiders lead off with a base hit. It's hit number five on the day for the Raiders and the batter is Nagishi. Four to one, Louisiana Tech leading. We're in the eighth inning. Jennings comes set. And the pitch to the plate is outside, ball one. They have a right-hander up and throwing in their bullpen down the left field line. Jennings comes set, delivers, a little tap foul down the first base side. One and one to Nagishi. He is twice flied out to center field. Raiders scored first in this game in the second inning and led one to nothing until the fifth. The Bulldogs pushed across three and added one more in the seventh for a four to one lead. Ground ball, base hit through the hole into right field. Coker turns, he's on his way to third. The throw will be to third. But Coker is in there and runners are at the corners with nobody out. 
So for the second straight inning, the Raiders start the inning with back-to-back hits. And we'll have Wyatt Morgan come in to hit for Dillingham. Morgan and uh, making his first appearance in the series. A left-handed batter here in the top of the eighth inning. 321 with two home runs. And now time called as the Bulldogs will make a visit to the mound. They have a right-hander who's been throwing in the bullpen. And they did have a left-hander down there for a while. Don't see anybody else but the right-hander. So Morgan is going to hit for Dillingham here. And there's a fairly long conference on the pitcher's mound. Either they're killing time to let a pitcher get ready or they just want to talk a little strategy. Plate umpire's gone out there to break it up. No pitching change here. First and third, nobody out. And Wyatt Morgan. This young man has home run power. He's hit two this season. And he represents the tying run at the plate. Jennings out of the stretch. Runners at first and third to pitch the plate. Morgan swings and misses. Strike one. That was his home run swing. Nothing in one to count. Here's Jennings out of the stretch. High ball one. One and one to Morgan. Morgan had been in the DH role for the past few games for the Raiders, but this is his first appearance in this series. One ball and one strike. The pitch, swing and a miss. One and two. Jennings still going strong into the eighth inning. He's allowed the Raiders only one run on five hits. Now six hits. There's been two in this inning. And he is called out. They say he leaned into the pitch and is called out. The pitch was inside. So we'll put that down as a strikeout for the pitcher, I think. So that is the first out. And the batter will be Snyder. Now first and third, one out. Pitch to the plate. Swing and a ball hit into left center. 
Coker tags a third to catch by McConnell. They will not make a play to the plate. The run scores. Coker in to score and give Snyder an RBI on a sacrifice fly for at number two. And the batter will be Fausto Lopez. Nagishi still at first base. Now with two outs, it's a four to two game. Lopez standing in 0 for 3. Two ground outs and a fly ball. And the pitch to the plate is in for a strike. Nothing in one. Jennings has gone all the way for Louisiana Tech. Now time asked for as Lopez backs out of the box. One strike to count. Jennings now comes set. The pitch fouled out of play to the right. And it's 0-2 to Fausto. Ishii short lead at first, the pitch. Fouled out of play. Count holding at two strikes. Raiders have scored one here in the eighth inning. Pitch is swung on, foul straight back. Count holding at two strikes. Foul still making Jennings throw some pitches. Fouling him off, but he's 0 2. The pitch popped up. Shallow center field. Shortstop Young is back. Makes catch round number three. That is all in the eighth inning. One run, two hits, one left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Louisiana Tech four, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you 
put away some drinks. Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. For the Raiders, Luke Benson has gone in to play center field. Gillingham has taken out for pinch hitter at the top of the inning. So Benson now in center. Batter for Louisiana Tech is Netterville. Singled in the fifth inning and struck out the previous two at bats against Wigginton and fouls this one over in front of his home team dugout. One strike to count. James Sells came in to get the last couple of outs in the seventh inning when Louisiana Tech scored one run on a sacrifice fly. Another foul. Get down to third base side. Nothing and two the count. Netterville, Corona, and McConnell, three, four, five hitters for the Bulldogs here in the eighth. Pitches outside for ball one, one and two. So the Blue Raider outfield now Galloway in left, Benson in center, and Snyder in right. Pitch. Ground foul again over by the dugout. One ball, two strikes. Raiders in the ninth will have the two, three, four hitters scheduled to hit. We hope they're hitters in the ninth. Raiders trailing by two. The pitch is outside, ball two, two and two. Steele Netterville, a senior. Right-handed hitter. Sells with the 2-2 pitch. And old tap foul as he was reaching for an outside pitch. So the count holds at 2-2. Two and two. Here's the right-hander's 2-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled off his foot. Count will hold. Two and two. Netterville leading off the eighth inning for the Bulldogs. As Sells works the 2-2 pitch. And swung on and foul tipped. playing deep for this strong right-handed batter. The pitch outside, ball three. Full count now to Netterville.
Coker guarding the line at third, the pitch. Foul that way. I'm just going to carry them back onto the field to play. Somebody from their bullpen will retrieve it. Count holes at three and two. Now Netterville acts for time and steps out. Wants to adjust that uh, shield on his left leg. Must be where the ball hit him before. There's ball four. Pretty good looking pitch, but called them all. And Netterville with a leadoff walk here in the eighth inning. Better is Corona. Catcher, 0 for 3. Line out, lined out, and hit into a fielder's choice. Coach Myers is going to come out and talk with his pitcher. Don't know if we're going to have a change here or not. I, yeah, they're waving to the bullpen, so we're going to have a pitching change. We will take a break with that and come back with more Blue Raider baseball. Tell you who our new pitcher is right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. For the Blue Raiders, third pitcher of the day will be right-hander Eric Swan. Comes out of the bullpen for the third time this season. This is his 12th appearance. He's made nine starts. Record of two and five with a 7.75 earned run average, 38 and a third innings. He's allowed 48 hits. 33 earned runs, has walked 18, struck out 32, has allowed three home runs, opponents hitting 300 against the right-hander. Eric Swan, the guy out of uh, Oakland High School, 6'6", 240. He will face Corona. With the runner at first base and nobody out here in the eighth inning as Netterville drew a walk on a 3-2 count from James Sells. Corona steps in after his head coach Burroughs 
Coaching third, goes through a series of signs. Right-handed batter, Swan ready to work. And the pitch to the plate is swung on and hit high in the air down the right field line. Everybody on a long run. Can anybody get there? No. Ball hits off the wall just in front of uh, a party area that they have down the right field line. They had a grill going out there yesterday. One strike to count to Corona. Swan had been the Blue Raiders a weekend starter for most of the season. Coming in in relief here in game two. And the pitch to the plate is in the turf outside one and one. McConnell waiting to hit next. Raider infield looking for two. They pulled a couple of double plays today. The pitch. And therefore a strike called one and two. Netterville leading at first. And the pitch to the plate is outside. Two balls, two strikes to Corona. Batting in the cleanup spot today. Pitch to the plate, swung on, hit to center field. Benson back. He's got room and makes the grab for out number one. Corona flies out. To Luke Benson in center for the first out. The batter is Cole McConnell. Two singles and a walk. That would make him two for two today. Swan trying to hold him right here and give the Raiders a chance in the ninth inning. It's four to two, Louisiana Tech. Here's the pitch to the plate. Blowing inside, got away from Spears, and that will be a wild pitch. Now the second goes Netterville, and the Blue Raiders' chances of a double play lessen quite a bit with that wild pitch. One ball, no strikes to McConnell. Pitch is swung on and a little tap foul. Picked up by Spears, he'll return it to his pitcher. One and one to count. Runner at second base is Netterville with one out. Eric Swan, third pitcher used by the Raiders today as the fourth train of the day comes by and a swing and a foul to the screen. One ball, two strikes. Now this one's got a lot of containers on it like uh, one we saw yesterday. Hope they've got some Nabisco crackers going to Kroger's. 
One ball, two strikes the count. And the pitch to the plate outside, two and two. Thought they might have a play on at second base as Lopez darted in behind the runner, but Swan made the pitch to the plates. Two balls and two strikes. Right-hander comes set. And the pitch is outside ball three. Full count to McConnell, three and two. One with the 3-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled off the screen. Count holes and three balls, two strikes. Train continues to roll in the background. Swan ready for another 3-2 pitch. Here it is. Tapped foul over by the Blue Raider dugout. Down holes at three and two. To McConnell, working on a perfect day at the plate. Swan's pitch, Swan out and missed, struck him out. Threw it in on his hands, and McConnell didn't get it. That's out number two. Swan picks up his first strike out, and the batter is Birchfield. He's fouled out, struck out, and hit into a double play, but it won't be Birchfield. Be a left-handed hitter. Number 44 is Ben Brantley. Sophomore swings from the left side and hitting for the first time in the series. Pitch to him, swung on, hit high in the air to left field. Benson back. He's got some room out there near the warning track. Makes the catch. Four out number three. That is all in the eighth. No runs, no hits. One left. We will go to the ninth inning. The Raiders will have their two, three, four hitters coming up. Trailing by a score of four to two. As you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. 
Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Louisiana Tech has made a pitching change as we go to the ninth inning. Right-hander Kyle Krigger will replace Jennings on the mound. And we saw Krigger last year at home. He went two-thirds of an inning in the first game of the series and got a save. Only pitched two-thirds of an inning and uh, gave up a hit. So Krigger is on. He'll face Mabry, Galloway, and Briggs Runner. Here in the top of the ninth inning. Trigger 6-2-180, a senior out of Corinth, Mississippi. JT Mabry has struck out. Singled and flied to left. Raiders need a base runner here in the ninth. First pitch in for a strike. Nothing in one. So Krigger in trying to save it for Jennings, who went eight innings. Allowed two runs on six hits. Ground ball to third. Backing up one step. McLeod to throw to first in time. And that is out number one. One down in the ninth. Here's Galloway. Jackson has a double in three trips today. Extended his hitting streak to 12 games with that double back in the seventh inning. Was thrown out at home trying to score on a single by Rudder. Pitch to the plate. Taken low, ball one. Raiders down four to two. We're in the top of the ninth with one out. Galloway takes ball two, two and oh. Home plate umpire getting a lot of help from the crowd here today as was the case last night. Swinging a foul back, two and one. Jennings, eight innings, two runs, six hits. Only one walk, three strikeouts. Swing and a foul tip. Out goes to two and two on Galloway. Right-hander Kyle Krigger, senior. With the pitch to the plate and it's low, ball three. 
Krieger has seven saves this season. He's making his 21st appearance and a 1.26 earned run average and a three and one record. So he has been very steady out of the pen for them, the pitch. Swung on, hit to left field. Going back and under it now is Birch. He'll make the catch route number two. Two up, two down in the ninth. Krieger in 35 innings has allowed only five earned runs. He's walked six, struck out 42. And he has two outs, nobody on base for Briggs Rudder. As there's ground ball up the middle, that is a base hit. And the Raiders have the base runner they were looking for. Rudder on at first. His second hit of the game. Now with two outs, the batter is Mason Spears. They will send in a pinch runner for Rudder. It is Jacob Wright with two outs. And Spears, who is hit into a double play, fouled out and been hit by a pitch, will stand in. Two outs in the ninth. Krieger out of the stretch. Outside, ball one to Spears. Coker on deck. Four to two. Raiders trailing with two outs here in the ninth. The pitch. Swung on, hit to left field. The ball dying. It's in for a hit. And the tying runs are on with two outs. Brett Coker will be the batter. Now that Spears with his first hit of the day. And the Raiders putting some pressure on the Bulldog closer, Kyle Krigger. That will have a pinch runner at first for Spears. Gabe Jennings will be the runner at first. So Jennings at first. Right at second. They are the tying runs and Brett Coker the batter. Coker's had two singles, so he's had a single and a double in three trips. Krieger's pitch outside ball one and the catcher Corona had to dive to save that one from being a wild pitch. One ball, no strikes. Corona asks for time and makes a visit to the mound. So after two were out, Rudder singled up the middle and Spears singled to left. One ball, no strikes, the count to Brett Coker. Two on, two out in the ninth. The pitch. Swinging a foul off his leg. One and one. He'll walk that off. Raiders trail 4-2. Down to their last out. Here in the top of the ninth inning. Brett Coker stands back in. Runners at first and second. Krieger, the right-hander. 
comes set, now steps off the uh, pitching surface. Back on. And the pitch to the plate. Inside, that hit him. That's going to load the bases. Coker hit on the right arm. So the Raiders have them loaded with two outs. Nagishi, the scheduled hitter, and time is called as the pitching coach coming out. Bases loaded, two outs, and against the top relief pitcher for Louisiana Tech, the Raiders have loaded him up. After Krieger got the first two outs on a ground ball and a fly ball, Rudder singled. Spears followed with a single to left, and Coker has been hit by a pitch. Nagishi will be the batter. A slide out twice and single to right. So now the Raiders with the tying run at second base in the person of Gabe Jennings, who's in there as a pinch runner. Jacob Wright, the runner at third, also a pinch runner. And Coker's at first base. The pitch to Nagishi. Swung on a ground ball to the first base and bobbles it, picks it up, throws to first in time, and the game is over. Nagishi, after the first pitch, counts it to the first baseman, Matulia, and over to the pitcher covering for the out. In the inning for the Raiders, no runs, two hits. They leave three. Final score in game two of this three-game series, Louisiana Tech four and Middle Tennessee two. Stay with us. Our post-game show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. 
Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 